Wisdom, the final frontier to true knowledge. Welcome to Wisdom Trek, where our mission is to create a legacy of wisdom, to seek out discernment and insights, to boldly grow where few have chosen to grow before. Hello, my friend. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your captain on our journey to increase wisdom and create a living legacy. Thank you for joining us today as we explore wisdom on our second millennium of podcast. This is day 1086 of our trek, and it is Wisdom Wednesday. Creating a biblical worldview is important in order to have a proper perspective on today's current events. To establish a biblical worldview, it is required that we have a proper understanding of God's Word. Especially in our Western cultures, we do not fully understand the scriptures from the mindset and the culture of the authors. In order for all of us to have a better understanding of some of the more obscure passages in God's Word, we are investing Wisdom Wednesdays reviewing a series of essays from one of today's most prominent Hebrew scholars, Dr. Michael S. Heiser. He has compiled these essays into a book titled, I Dare You Not to Bore Me with the Bible. In our English translations of the Bible, we miss a lot of the meanings of the various names in the Bible. This is especially true of the nuances of the names between the Old Testament and the New Testament with God and Jesus. In today's essay, we will explore passages that cover Jesus is God, the name. It only takes a few words to produce a dramatic theology. In the short letter we know as 3 John, the apostle is writing to a beloved friend Gaius as we read in verse 1. He commends Gaius for ministering to the fellow believers who were strangers because they were traveling for the Lord. They accepted nothing from the people who were not believers in verse 7. John doesn't use the word in Jesus' name or in the name of Jesus. It's simply traveling for the Lord. Why this phrase? Is John trying to keep a secret of some sort? Well, John isn't trying to be cryptic. He is actually drawing on an Old Testament expression. When understood in its original context and the context of his other writings, John's words amount to a powerful statement of the deity of Jesus. Let's look at the name in the Old Testament. In Deuteronomy chapter 12, verse 5, God instructed the people of Israel that when they got to the promised land, rather, you must seek the Lord your God at the place of worship he himself will choose from among all the tribes, the place where his name will be honored. God wasn't talking about writing his name on a town or on a building. He was referring to where the tabernacle and ultimately the temple was to be stationed. He wasn't talking about writing Yahweh on it either. Nothing of the sort ever was recorded in Scripture. Rather, God was talking about the place where He would choose to meet with Israel personally, His very presence. The description, the name, actually refers to the presence of God. The presence at time was visibly evident through the so-called glory cloud, which we read about in 1 Kings 8, verses 10 and 11. At other times, the name came in human form. For instance, in Exodus chapter 23, verses 20 through 23, God tells Moses that he is sending an angel to bring Israel into the promised land. God warned Moses that the angel would pardon no transgression since God and the angel of the Lord appears to speak as one. We learn from Judges chapter 2, verses 1 through 5, that the angel did indeed lead them into the land. But how could God's name be in an angel? The answer is that the name referred to the very presence of God, His very essence. This is confirmed in Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 37. 
Here we read that instead of an angel being credited for the one who would bring Israel to Canaan, it was God who brought them there personally. And this is how it reads. Because he loved your ancestors, he chose to bless their descendants, and he personally brought you out of Egypt with a great display of power. Now let's look at Jesus has and is the name. Before his arrest and crucifixion, Jesus prays in John chapter 17, verse 11. Now I am departing from the world. They are staying in the world, but I am coming to you. Holy Father, you have given me your name. Now protect them by the power of your name, so that they will be united just as we are. The Gospels are clear that the name given to Mary's child was Jesus, and that is not God's name. The idea is that the very essence of the Father was in Jesus. They were one. As we read in verse 7 of 3 John, as they ministered, for they were traveling for the Lord, meant spreading the news of Jesus. By using this simple phrase, he linked Jesus to the name in the Old Testament, the very presence of God himself. God's name had come in the flesh, as we read in John chapter 1 verses 1 through 3 and verse 14, 1 John chapter 4 verse 2, and 2 John verse 7. The name now abides in us, the children of God in the form of the Spirit, as we read in 1 John chapter 3 verse 24 and chapter 4 verse 4. And that will conclude our essay for this week. Next Wisdom Wednesday, we will continue in the New Testament as we look at Dr. Heiser's next essay titled, 666, What Does It Really Mean? I think you'll find this another interesting topic to consider as we build our biblical worldview. Tomorrow, we will continue with our three-minute humor nugget that will provide you with a bit of cheer that will help you to lighten up and live a rich and satisfying life. So encourage your friends and family to join us and to come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. If you'd like to listen to in the past 1,085 treks or read the wisdom journals, they are all available at wisdom-trek.com. And I encourage you to subscribe to Wisdom Trek on your favorite podcast player so that each day will be downloaded to you automatically. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly... I am your friend, as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal. And as we take this trek of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and then leave a living legacy each day. I am Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. It's your choice. See you tomorrow.